Hello, motherfunkers. Hello, you muddy funsters. Shirley, good to Week see you. T- oh, good to see you too. Good to see you too. Week two in Italia. Yeah, the pursuit. Um, can you hear that background noise? I hope not. The prosciutto and Puccini continues, which is lovely. But I have to say, lovely. I feel you've got better weather in Londinium than we have here. It's always the way, isn't it? If it's really El Scorcho here, then it's, it's yeah, it's, today's going to be an absolute blinder. Um, of course, you know, you know what the Brits are like. They get, they're absolutely mad for it, aren't they? Thumbs Me, I just take cover with a huge brimmed hat, huge mm. glasses, sit in the shade. I want the cloud to follow me wherever I go. But yes, no, today's going to be a scorcher. But of course, where, where there's sunshine, there's also rain. So there's a threat of re- storms later. But this is a very hot weekend. You know, we can't cope with the, we with the weather here. We can't cope with it. We can't. I mean, the drink goes straight to the head. People get dehydrated. Everyone gets excited. People are vomiting. All the shops sell out of the, um, you know, um, blow up swimming pools. Just that's that's the best we can hope for. The Lido is so oversubscribed. I mean, it's all pretty sad. My brother's got a swimming pool, which is currently green. So um, I've told him to sort that out. And then Jump when in. I say it's his swimming pool, it's kind of his um, partner's. But, you know, they are, a, they are a unit. So perhaps it's both of theirs now. You decide, guys, if you're listening, you decide. But get that green out that pool and get me down there. So yes, the first load of festival goers have left and the second tribe have arrived. It's quite funny, you have different guests, different, well, just different vibes. The first lot, I would say, were really, it was very Burning Man festival. The sort of funky face paints were out for the kids. Uh, The kids were making something called mash cake, where basically they, they just threw a load of ingredients, you know, rosemary, cherries, eggs with shell, um, insects, beetles, ants, into a bowl. They'd whack it in the oven. And then the person who was staying here, one of our guests, decided that actually it's quite nice for them to think that they can put something in the oven and something will come out. So then she made a sort of funky pa- uh, pancake for them. So now my son, four-year-old, absolutely obsessed with making mash cakes. And every day he's just throwing a load of cobbled ingredients into the oven um, with an expectation that something beautiful and tasty oh my gosh. will that, it's it's sort of a one up on what our boys do together anyway, which drives me absolutely mad, which is making rose, they call it, which is just putting all the ingredients in a bowl and mixing it and ingredients that you might be using later that day to cook yeah. with. Ingredients from the garden, ingredients from the dustbin, yes. all goes into the bowl. I'm making rose. And it drives me mental. If he got the idea in his head to then one step further, put it in the oven. I think I'd move out. But the thing is, the lovely guest who was staying here sort of said it's good to encourage them because cake make is good to encourage their creativity. And also the weather was torrential for two days. Very warm. It was like barley. Very, very warm, but very, very wet. So it was keeping them entertained. And then it also meant that of course. they could fill up their supper. But yes, there has to come a oh, point. Oh, so this is su- this is something they can actually eat. It's not yes. just putting loads of rubble into the no, oven. No, no, no. Listen, listen. They put okay. loads of stuff Difference. into the oven. No, 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 darling. Listen to what I'm saying. What you, they put rubble into the oven. We then, on the side, make together a pancake mixture with maybe one of their ingredients, so they're not too suspicious, i.e., the mint or the rosemary. But on the whole, we make a very edible version of like a pancake. Do you see? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's different. That's different. Yeah, different. No, I absolutely know I'm not someone who d- discourages cooking. In fact, my winning partner probably every other day will bake and cook with um, 
my son. I don't, sadly. She's got too much time on her hands, I think, your winning partner. That's the problem. Yeah, she know every he but he just loves it. So he gets his apron on and yeah, she's got far too much time. Far too much time on her hands. She needs to get a proper job. She needs to get a proper job. So while you've been away, I mean, it's all just kicking off here in the um, sort of uh, celebrity glass. First of all, have you heard, has it reached you, um, the winner of Britain's Got Talent? Not that we watch it and not that we care. No. So there's this, so I was just on the social media, I'm just noticing everyone talking about this guy. Oh my gosh, he's got through to the semi-finals, he's got through. And these are, you know, contemporaries of ours, fellow comedians, and everyone's going crazy about this guy who's on Britain's Got Talent. His name is Vigo Venn. He's a Norwegian clown, like a really, really a clown in this sort of very um, traditional sense. You know, traditional sense. I, I thought, well, I've got to check this guy. He wins, basically. He mm-hmm. wins. But I thought I'll go back to his first uh, audition where he he goes on. And Simon Cowell is just hand in head, you know, head in hands, absolutely hates him. And he's just going, no, 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 I can't bear it. I can't bear it. Everyone else says yes. He gets through and he Simon Cowell goes, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. He, this is by far the stupidest act we've ever had on Britain's Got Talent. The whole nation have gone mad for this guy. So what he does, his act is very simple. He's he, first of all, he looks crazy. He's got big hair. He's very, he's very silly, um, likable immediately. He wears those high vis um, waist jackets, and he plays um, one more time. And then he comes on. He takes off a waist jacket, and then he takes off another one, and then he keeps taking them off until people are they can't help but laugh. And then they think it's over. The music stops. And then he pulls off a T-shirt and he's got another one underneath. So maybe he's got up to 20 of these high-vis jackets. That's his act. And everyone's gone mad. He's actually, guys, if you if you want to watch this guy, he's in Edinburgh. The brochure has been released today, by the way, of all the acts. He's in the smallest venue ever in Edinburgh. And he's just won, the prize money was like quarter of a million. And he has got now the biggest following. It'd be really interesting to see how that pans out, that little space. They're going to have to move him. You're going to have to move him into the... Uh, They'll keep, it kind, they'll keep it exclusive but I suppose with a high vis it's safety first isn't it it's promoting safety first no he is and now of course the, everyone in the streets are wearing the high vis it's now become a That's fashion I mean. statement it's just so interesting how something like that can take off he's been doing this silly act it's the same act because I just thought oh I'll take a look at him he's been in every shitty venue that we've performed in with this high-vis act, yeah. making everyone laugh, but that's him. it. And now it's just caught. Well, and people are saying, I think we just want something really, really silly now. We just want to... It's like laughing at someone who's just tripped over a banana skin. It's just really basic, but very clever because, you know, no one else has thought of it. Have you heard of Rolfing, as in the massage Rolfing? Nothing to do with um, your man there, Rolf Harris. Rolf's Cartoon Club. No, tell me more about Rolfing. So I didn't know much about it at all until um, one of our guests the other day gave me a proper rub down, like she was excellent. Popped a tail. And I said, this is really an amazing technique that you're using. She said, yes, it's called Rolfing. And it's a type of therapy that involves like deep manipulation of the body's connective tissue. And I was like, okay, so I read up about it. But basically it alleviates muscular and psychological tensions and it realigns and restores the balance in the body really good so the way that she described to me you know sometimes you'll go down to your local butcher's slash wherever I don't know Iceland you'll get a hunk of breast of chicken breast and sometimes Mm -hmm. it's very very tough and chewy and stringy 
And sometimes it can be quite, um, you know, smooth and soft and uh, moist, light, moist, tender. Basically, it's about moving all of those tissue muscles away from the bone to just make it very, very smooth and very, very tender. And they do it a lot in the States. Over here, over here in Italy, no, in the, in the UK, it isn't as recognized, but it's beginning to take off. But I think this may be the way forward for me, Shirley, a bit of rolfing, every, uh, not to be confused with dogging every once in a while. I was, it, I was about to say. I was it about really to say. does work. But what made me laugh a lot is that she had this amazing sort of, um, I don't know, it was a little container with her Diamante name on the top and then she and I go oh, this is amazing is it tiger balm she was like no this is like a cannabis kind of um it's like an ointment which and I said everything she had she came over with so many liquids and tinctures and even her face paints for the children was so glitzy I mean it was terrifying how beautiful the children looked it was very um they looked like sort of pageant tigers or pageant fairies I mean they were just beautiful the eyelashes the the colors the glitter you know, it was scary how these children looked. You're like, oh, I'm not quite ready for my son to look quite so beautiful at the age of four in a very glamorous. You know, it, he looked like he'd had a glow up, basically. A glow up. Oh, yeah. I actually checked myself in the other day. I had such a stiff neck, I couldn't move. And I just thought, why am I always going, travelling so far in my car, which I shouldn't be driving anyway, to go for a session that I have to book months in advance. Let me see who's local, because of course I live in East Dulwich. Well, I live in Peckham, Peckham Postcode, but people say, you're basically East Dulwich, who cares? Point is, we have got lots and lots of therapy rooms, like massage is a massive thing in the area. In fact, lots of my friends travel in to the area from outside to get their massages, and yet I never do. So I thought, let me look local. I found this woman who does, she does a massage. She releases exactly as you say, but it's not called rolfing, you know, um, psychological tension and whatever focuses on back, neck and crack. And also does acupuncture and this heating stuff. She heats the needles. It was, it was amazing. I went, I thoroughly enjoyed. I could just see her, you know, when you open your eyes and you just look through the hole, I just see her unmanicured toes in her Birkenstock I said you're a good woman aren't you you're a good wholesome, yeah, wholesome woman, woman and you've got your you've got your priorities straight yeah you have you haven't got some silly shellac on like I wish I had uh just don't have the time um but anyway so she was good and she goes do come again and I said I absolutely would and she got rid of all it was amazing and she said she she put the needles in then heated up the needles which I've never had I've had loads of acupuncture before but I've never had heated needles she said very very few people do this trilogy of treatment and then she said have your arms gone heavy and I said they've gone really really heavy she says good that's great and I said and and why should they go heavy and she said what do you do when um your toast burns in the kitchen and I said open the windows she goes that's what I've done I've put in your so basically I've opened your windows there and she was she basically said you know what the meridian points were I won't know it was a it, it were a different language and uh she's just opened it and all she goes and all the um pain will just leave that's your arms going heavy I said oh fantastic of course I woke up with the worst dizziness of my life I didn't know whether that was to do with the treatment or whether that's just to do with my condition but um today I feel much better but the neck she that's what I went in for and yeah really amazing some of these treatments they're not all winners they're not all winners and you have to look and you have to find and it's trial and error but she was really good and um, when are you seeing a woman your oh, the woman who's going to talk to my um my inner trauma yeah you're deep deep, deep diving into deep. I am seeing her at 11 o'clock this morning great fantastic I'm glad to so hear. I will report back next week great I'm very 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 excited about 
No more BJs anymore. I see he's out. I hear he's out. I feel he's out. I know, but what does that even mean? We had a long conversation about him last night. In fact, it was quite a... We we got into politics last night. I kept quite quiet and just sort of tuck into the rosé. But um, we talked about Trump. He's in trouble. We talked about BJ. He's in trouble. We talked about the whole pandemic and the you know the way that that was dealt with. It's interesting because actually I don't. I think he probably is in trouble now. I mean, it's good. It's good. Uh, you know, as he's sort of imminent days until his next son or daughter is being born. Well, he needs to take the time off, doesn't he? he needs really, the time he needs off. to. He needs to take the time off. Be a father and be a be a husband. Apparently, but they were talking about how heinous she is as well in fact if anything she's the worst lady m lady m is carry but listen everyone had their opinions it was basically all the opinions it's all the people that got knighted yesterday pretty patel how how, it was really we think politically that tory party are absolutely ridiculous and they've gone too far so it's about time taken down one by I'm not really excited about keir starmer so i'm a bit like oh gosh i wish caroline lucas could just be Prime was she a PE teacher at school? No, no, no. That was Mrs. Lucas. Um, but yeah, she's a Green Party lady. But she's the only woman that you talks sense. And I'm not it. talking. No, no, it's not. No, no, no. It's not about the Green Party. I knew you'd say that. It's not about the Green Party. You she's an amazing first, politician. You know, one thing being obsessed with someone not having any um, nail varnish on their Birkenstocks. And the second thing, just actually just being really excited about someone from the Green Party taking over the country. No, no, no. She's not just someone over from the Green Party. She's Tell an amazing politician. Tell me more about her. No, of course, I am not going to take this stand and tell you anything more about Caroline Lucas. It's just when I hear her talk, I, I just think she's, I go, gosh, you should be prime minister. Seriously, look her up. Look her up. I will say I'll no ask, more on the I'll subject. Ask, I'll, I'll ask my husband. More, it, it's not, yeah, ask your husband about Caroline Lucas. This is Mother Funk. We talk about things like, hey, did you know Bill Murray and Khalees are an item? That's what we talk about. Do we? And is Bill Murray... Great? could have opened with that Shirley well I was going to it's actually it was my top thing and to be you know people are absolutely they are baffled people are like what her milkshake brought Bill Murray to the yard question mark question mark he is as we know a very lovable 72 year old man and she's 43 sadly I didn't know this but she'd lost her husband last year so she's had a tough time and usually I have an opinion about these things like I'm a bit like icked by things but I'm not by these two I don't know why I think they're a really funky couple he was in Brockwell Park last weekend in South London watching her perform at the big hoopla festival it's so I just find it look it up again I just when I see their silly faces together his particularly silly I've got no problem with them at all I think they I don't I just don't unusual an unusual pairing for sure but why oh for sure but I can see how it works I can see how it works she's funky beautiful woman he is a funny sort of you know he's 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 a good man you know as far as I know who the fuck knows who's good and who's bad but you know some sometimes I see these couples and I go, oh, icky. Like I wouldn't. Why would you go near him? But I actually don't feel that with Bill Murray because he's. Uh, yeah, so that was, I thought that was a good fun bit of goss. But yeah, everyone's sort of really they don't know what to say. They've been silenced. A rare thing on social media. So funny being out in Italy. We try and come at least once, maybe twice a year. And it used to be, you know, BC before kids. It really was like. All day drinking, very, 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 very elegantly by the pool with rosé 
And then in the evening, you prepare a meal. And then, you know, inevitably, after hours, sort of past midnight, we will do naked swimming because it's really lovely night swimming with the lights on. And things have really changed. Last night I was going, oh, look at my goal. Better get up early because I've got Shirley in the morning. I said, guys, I've got to go to bed because I've got Shirley in the morning. I've got, I'm just, I've got Shirley in the morning, so I've got to get in good. Anyone want any water? Oh, no, we're out of water. How many? Only nine bottles. We better get some more water tomorrow. I think we're okay for rosé. I mean, things have really, really changed. And it reminds me of this um, saying that Mark Almond, I read recently that Mark Almond said that, you know, Mark Almond, tainted love. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just you're looking for me. Um, oh, I'm listening. I'm just listening. No, he said, one day you're smearing your naked body in cat food at art college, and the next you're choosing terracotta pots at the garden centre. And I kind of know how he feels. Do you know what I mean? Things have really changed. Oh, your priorities just really, really changed. But I've been enjoying, I've been enjoying being out here. I'll go straight to my winner winner, just because it links into what I'm going to say. My winner winner is the fact that my son has had seven dry nights on the trot. Not weighing oh, well done. That is That's good. That's very good. Um, the dead duck is the fact that in between the dry nights, I am literally laundry in and out, in and out. But it's a good place to do it in a hot country because, well, it's hot. It's just, it can be quite wet. It has been quite dries wet. Quickly. Dries yeah, quickly. Yeah, it dries quickly. There. And there's something lovely. And I wish we had this. I wish I had this in the UK, being able to literally take your laundry outside, dry it, half an hour, back in, as opposed to hanging up in spare room, figures of eight, or from the scene. I just can't. I just don't know what to do. There's little yeah, things in life that I makes know. mama's life so much easier. I haven't had to pick up any toys from the floor because I haven't really played with any toys. And I haven't had to do lots and lots and lots of laundry, which takes weeks to dry. Do you know what I mean? No, I, I just think, I think, I mean, all our houses are designed so badly. You know, new houses, they have to come with laundry rooms. It's just that look of just socks on, just edge of, the you know, just, yeah. the, well, not even the radiators hanging off doors, the banisters, yeah. just yeah. any patch you can find. And then sometimes when it's really cold, they're dry, but they smell of wet dog. And just like, oh, this is so grim. It's my absolute worst. And they're crispy because they haven't dried yeah. nicely. I, I've actually got a washing line outside and I just put the, I know this will come as a huge, like, what is she doing? you know meddling with the laundry that's not her job but you know winning partner took the kids out very early this morning to broadwick market broadwick is that even a place where's the one london fields i think it's broadwick market i think you're saying i just i just said that word and i thought i've never heard that word before it just sounded so foreign in my coming out of my mouth she's taking the kids off at 8 a.m for breakfast she took them and she's taking them along the canal and i got really nervous because of about the little one she just walks she thinks she's um jesus himself she thinks she can walk on water she's always she's very drawn to the water makes me very very scared but um you decided don't tell me you decided to do the laundry shelly Oh, no, no. I hate, you know, because because they left early. Anyway, as I'm loading it into the dryer, I'm just thinking it's such a lovely day. And I've got a, I've got a line that extends across. Why? Why don't I go out there? And I thought, oh, not now. Up and down and up and down. I said, next time, the next load. Thank God you didn't do that. I couldn't go otherwise. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> Talking of really, really stale air. This is I find this absolutely terrifying. You may not care. Jodie Comer. It wasn't last night. It was the night before doing her one woman show on Broadway, stops three minutes into the performance saying, I can't breathe, and she had to be taken off because the wildfires from Canada has completely filled the air in Manhattan. The air is so thick, people can't breathe. They're passing out. So many performances have been cancelled on Broadway because there's specific people who are obviously uh, prone to, you know, um, respiratory whatever, they can't fucking breathe. Oh my gosh, it makes me so terrified that that you can't even go outside for fresh air. Especially in New York at the moment, our friends were flying back there and apparently a very stagnant weather anyway. Gosh, 
Good for her for stopping. Do you want to give me your winner winner in Dead Dark Love? Winner winner. I had a lovely friend come to see me yesterday and I've more or less been on my own. So that was really nice. Dead Dark. Um, still battling with it. Still battling with. Oh, that is my winner winner. No, I had a lovely friend come to see me. But the fact you're going to see this woman imminently. No, well, that will be my winner winner next week or possibly or not. my dead duck. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Let's go see on. how it goes. Yeah. I was reading some reviews and one grown man, he said, I just went in there and from the moment I started the session till it ended an hour and a half later, I just cried. <laughs> and I thought, oh gosh, here we are. All I do is weep anyway, so I may as well go and weep on the, in a Persian embrace. Why not? So yeah, it may very well be my winner winner. I'm excited. I'm super excited. Yeah, you know, an hour and a half session. How lovely. And you're dead um, duck. Sorry this week. It's ongoing. Yeah, you know, st- still still battling with the flare up. Um, you know, ho- you know, hopefully an end is in sight, but these things can go on and on, and it feels as though it is. And uh, yeah, also would like a few more people to come to our show, please. I think we need to remind them of the dates. Shirley and Shirley Geriatric Mums. We've got the first one, guys, on July the thirteenth at the Zadell, which is such a lovely venue. Make it a date. You just go watch a show, get dinner afterwards in the brasserie next door. It's a super fun night out. And uh, the one after that is at Soho Theatre on the 22nd of August. Because people probably know their holiday plans now, don't they? They do. But I think because we've only got seven listeners, I think we are going to have to do something like a newsletter or put it on Instagram. But guys, if you are that, if you're one of those seven and you haven't come the last four times, do do come along, please. Do We would absolutely love to see you. Um, Shirley, thank you so much. I'm going to be back soon. Well, I uh, I look forward to that. Yeah, the you in IRL. It's going to be. Will you be tanned. Yeah, I haven't gone crazy this year. I will go. I've got to put myself on tape for bird's eye potato waffles um, tomorrow. What's lucky is I am. In You're so bird's eye potato waffles. I am a house full of um, actors, so I'm really. My husband is absolutely thrilled not to even have to think about it. So um, yeah, I'm glad I'm still getting castings, even when I am in the heart of Italy. Shelley, good to see you, to see you good. Guys, thank you very much for tuning in to Tune Out. Speak to you next week. Ciao. You've been listening to Mother Funk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson, produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. 